0: Hey, good morning. This is Eli. Uh, This is my craft podcast. Uh, Today, I'm going to try to talk to you about uh, uh, hand making a uh, book, uh, book binding techniques, um, specifically about the signature and sewing the signature and um, preparing the paper. Um, I'm traveling north on Highway 101 right now, leaving Oakland, uh, heading up towards uh, Napa wine country, working in a hot shop up there, uh, making lighting parts. Yesterday, I uh, worked at a different shop in San Francisco, uh, teaching a fusing class. Uh, I do a lot of different craft things, and so I thought, what a great time to be in this rainy car with me and um, talk about different craft techniques. So let's see if I can get you somewhere uh, with um, this book stuff. This is something I know really well because of uh, the watermark bookbindery, uh, bookbindery that my parents owned that uh, I studied in through high school and college and uh, learned the techniques of traditional Italian bookbinding, but was taught to my parents by an ex-felon, somebody who would learned in the American prison system. So what I know of bookbinding is a specific type of hardcover Italian binding, but filtered through the American prison system. So it's an American style of this traditional Renaissance bookbinding, often using marbled paper as end sheets on the cover, often quarter-bound with leather corners, leather spine, and sometimes cord-bound. And I'm going to touch on cord-binding also, uh, but what I want to talk about is paper prep and signatures and getting your thread tension and just thread right in the uh, as you sew a book on a uh, sewing frame with tape but there's other ways you can do it you don't need a sewing frame and you don't need the tape but uh um, we're gonna get you there right so um first thing you want to do is select your paper uh, and preferably, um, what you're going to want to do is get the grain of the paper running vertically so that when you fold the signature, uh, when you fold the paper and assemble it into the signature, the signature being, uh, the grouping of paper oftentimes a book will be four to six pages per signature, uh, four to six sheets of paper making eight to 12 pages. So fold it into the signature. So you've got this kind of clamshell, if you will, fold. Um, And then you assemble the paper and you sew through the spine of that fold and then you assemble the book in a four, six, eight signatures. Uh, oftentimes, a book is plenty of pages if it's got four signatures with six pages per signature. Uh, but you can make more, you can really stack them in. Uh, to me, the durability of the bind dictate how many pages you might want in a book. Um, if you're going to have a very... If you want a lot of pages in your book, it's best to have a very, very sturdy bind. Um, both the right thread and a good case that's going to stand up to a lot of wear because if you got a lot of pages, it's going to take a while to fill it and you're going to carry that thing around with you. And it better be able to handle the wear which is uh, a good reason to use a cord-bound technique and a, qu- a, quarter, a quarter binding uh, where you would use leather on the... or a fold leather case where you'd use leather on the spine and leather on the corners of the case. So you've selected your paper. Um, I prefer a thinner paper rather than a thicker paper. Like a Reeves BFK is is going to be a little bit too dense, but it works and it's great paper also, uh, and and definitely has there's reasons that you might want to use that paper, um, and then perhaps you want to have a deckled edge. That's a less common um, thing to find these days. It's harder to get that deckled edge. The deckle being the edge of The screen that the paper was made on, Uh, you can replicate a deckled edge by tearing um, and make it look um, and have that kind of look. But uh, a true deckle is just from the edge of the screen. So if you want to have deckled edges on both sides or one side, you'll need to match your... paper size to the screen size of the book and those are they are available so that's something you can you can search out and then lining that up also with the grain of the paper so that the grain runs vertically you can run the grain horizontally you'll just when you fold the paper you're going to fold across the grain it's going to weaken that point and it's going to uh, Shorten the life of those uh, signatures and pages and everything, uh, but you know it's all. It, this is all preference, and then sometimes it's it's things that you, it's what you have compare and 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 then contrasted with what you, um, what you want the book to do for you. If it's something that you really want it to be very durable, and you want to take this thing with you on a long trip. Um, and strap it to the back of your motorcycle and drive through the rain, then you might want to really take into consideration some of these uh, durability issues. Um, but if you were just going to put this on your bookshelf and look at how beautiful it is, and occasionally take it out and just draw on your desk with it, um, you know, go ahead and fold against the grain and uh, don't worry so much about your thread. Uh, because those things really just li- just matter in when you're really beating a book up. So, all right here we got gonna stick out 101 here 101 Santa Rosa Eureka. Right. Um. It's really raining out here. Can you hear that? So. Got your paper, you figured out the grain. If you need to figure out the grain, take the paper and gently almost roll it in the different directions, and you can see when you when you bend it, not folding it, but just kind of bending it, you'll be able to tell which one wants to bend more and which one resists a little more. And the resisting way is going to be against the grain, and if it's bending more. Uh, you'll be with the grain uh, so you figured out the grain direction figured out your size maybe you have a decal or a torn edge or you've just decided to cut the edge using a straight edge or a paper cutter or scissors cut the edges of your paper and get that to size. And then you're going to fold each of your pages. And folding them, it's probably a good idea to fold them all before you assemble the signature. So you're going to fold them each individually. um, And then Using Gently using a bone folder, a piece of bone or something you could rub on there um, that would be a clean object to create a nice crease under paper. And that's going to help in kind of keeping everything to lie flat and close up nice. Um, so you want to get all those folds done first before you assemble your signature. So you've gotten all your paper folded now. You've got a nice stack of paper, and you've figured out how many signatures you want to have. And you've assessed how many pages go into a signature. I haven't found much good paper that can go over eight pieces of paper per signature. Um, Usually in the density of probably, uh, if I'm going to guess here, a 20 or 30 pound uh, paper is going to be right in that six pages, six pieces of paper folded, uh, collated into your signature. But maybe if you're using a Reeves BFK, you might want to go with four because if you get six, it's just going to, those last two are going to be stretched a bit. You're going to put some strain on the rear of those. Um, And especially if you're going against the grain with the signature, that's where you could have a tear out is on those exterior pages. So uh, say you've got six, six pieces of paper for your signature you've collated it now do you have a sewing frame that you can put tape on uh tape like a, a linen sort of tape that you could put vertically between the two bars of the sewing frame um do you have the ability to do that um or are you going to be freestyling this on the edge of your table um, and it's not going to be... Uh, and you won't have this sewing frame. If you have a sewing frame um, and a nice, sharp needle and you feel comfortable with the needle, you can just start laying your signatures into that sewing frame and pushing the needle through the pages. And... Um, making that sewing the book on the frame without pre-punching your holes but if you don't have a sewing frame or you're not as comfortable with the needle the needle's not as sharp you're not feeling super confident then pre-poking your holes and all your signatures is a great great way to start and oftentimes i think really makes a cleaner, you're going to get exactly where you want the hole. Um, you're not guessing, you're not reaching inside the signature and poking the needle out, hoping that it comes out at the right place. You are uh, you've already got the holes lined up, and you're just pushing the needle through the hole. You don't need to worry about your needle being super sharp. You're not sharpening your needle. Uh, and and then not getting sad when you put the hole throw the wrong place. Uh, in production, I would just put them on a frame and just start sewing them. But that's after years of practice, kind of knowing where that needle is going to come out, uh, is a big part of that. And, uh, you know, nobody likes a hero. You don't need to be a hero. You're making a book. You don't need to be a hero. Uh, okay so now you want to poke the holes in there it's going to be easiest to poke the holes from the inside that's the other trick is that when you're sewing you're going to have to go in and out you're going to reach inside the book and poke the needle out and so you're going to eyeball from the inside out and that's tricky because you're reaching the needle inside and you're on the outside of the book looking at it and watching the needle come out and you know that you're going to get it right down the spine because the way the fold is happening, you've you got a really good chance of getting that needle to poke out of the spine of those pages. But we're we're, uh, you've got a good chance of getting it down the middle, but you also it's harder to get it super accurate because trying to see exactly where you are. And so then the other one is that if you're going from the outside in, it's harder to poke a needle through the spine of your signature and get it to come right out in the inside of your book. So it to kind of come out the side of the page, kind of you know meander off to the side. Uh, and so to poke those holes, you can make a little V frame, a little wooden frame, little uh, two pieces of wood at a. Um, 90 degrees to each other with a little trough in the center and the kind of 45s off of the ground so you've got this little V trough that you set your books in and then you can use a you know, just a piece of board a piece of paper, a board mark with where you want your holes and put those inside the spine and then poke it in you can also make a jig, make a piece of wood that has multiple needles on it and all lines up and just punch it once and just push it through and you're done and you push your next signature. If you're just making one book or a couple books, then really just like a piece of paper with some lines on it where you want your holes Um, and you don't need to have that trough. You can kind of uh, set it off the edge of a piece of table and then you're going to be using a needle to push through and you can just use your fingers to hold the needles or you can get a thimble or wrap your finger with leather or band-aids to be able to push through so that you can kind of have something to push against. If you're sewing a lot of books, you might want something like that. It takes a while to build up those calluses on your fingers, of like where you're going to push through, and you're going to end up really just getting a lot of owies on your fingers if you're pushing a lot of needles through. Um, and so you can, you can pre-band-aid that stuff. You can um, make a little handheld, little leather wrap. There's a Great little kind of like crosshand glove, thimble things you can use. Uh, More common in sewing canvas for sales, but uh, certainly can make up anything that feels comfortable, any way you like it. You want to use a pair of pliers and hold the needle or take that needle and stick it into the end of a stick. And then you got a stick with a needle sticking out of it. And you could use that to poke through um, something to hold on to. It's nice, you know, thinking about ergonomics, needles are just a pain in the ass to hold on to. So now you're ready to poke the holes, but where, how many holes, and why, and where? Um, what I'm thinking is, is a four hole technique where there's two on the outside and two in the center, and the two in the center are about three quarter of an inch from each other. Somewhere in the half inch to one inch range, and then the ones on the outside are about the same distance, maybe three quarter of an inch from the edge of the top and the bot, the top and the bottom of the book. Um, and you can line those up symmetrical. It should kind of be symmetrical top and bottom. Um, if you've got really a big piece of paper, um, if you've got something over twelve inches, you might want to have two pieces of tape so you're going to go you're actually going to have two of those center parts so it's going to be one two and then it's going to be six holes one on the top and the bottom and then two pairs in the middle Uh, but let's stick with something let's say our book is eight inches tall and so we've just got holes in the top and the bottom and then two in the center that are about an inch from each other and the ones at the top that are about an inch a little less or so uh, you want to get up close to the top of the bottom of the book so that you're keeping it tight up there but you don't want to be super close to the edge for tear out and for bulking and just kind of pushing out so it visually will look good right. um, so now you've got your plan to poke the holes so take a piece of get a piece of chipboard or a piece of paper and put little marks on that, registration marks for the needles, for the holes, plus registration marks that, that show you where you want to line up with the piece of paper, um, line up inside the signature so that you're going to go, they're all going to be the same. Uh, and now open the signature up with the spine away from you, and you're looking into the center of that signature, down into the valley of that crease. And then you're going to carefully poke those holes through from the inside out to the signature, going through the spine, getting through all the pages. Careful not to tear it out. Careful to go straight through them all. Careful to get directly through the spine. Um, You know, you can practice this on something uh, a few times until you feel comfortable really getting that hole in there. Um, So you make those holes, four holes per signature. And you got six signatures, so you're doing that. uh, 24 holes. Okay. Now you got those all done. Okay. You got a stack of signatures. They've all got their holes pre-holed. Now, if you're only doing six signatures, if... we should be able to get away with one piece of thread. Four signatures maybe is preferable for one piece of thread. When you get above four, it starts to get into place. The thread might be as a little long to take through everything. Um, and so that might, it, it, you know, then you might want to tie, you might want to be adding in some thread and tying in a knot. In, in it. But tying the knot is always a little tricky tying it and, and it takes a little time so if you can do it with one piece of thread and it's clean then that's great um, also your thread might break while you're doing it so you may just have to tie it on anyways you may try it and you may just break the thread and have to redo it um, and that's alright too um, so let's get some thread let's get some nice linen thread um, linen's preferable you know uh, and there's certainly cotton varieties and anything that is, uh, well, you know, any thread's going to work. It it depends on what you're doing. Um, Traditionally, a good linen thread um, that would be, gosh, I believe they might be counted by the fibers in the thread, like how many fibers and I could guess, but, you know, how many is it? I don't know. Maybe it's 10. Um, Let's do some research on that. Um, And then I prefer to wax my thread rather than a pre-waxed linen. But I've certainly used pre-waxed linen that works great. You don't have to worry about waxing it. Oftentimes, pre-wax is just a bit waxed, stiffer, and it's a little bulkier, messier. Um, and the wax is always a little bit of, uh, there's a, there's a finesse there. Um, so you're going to get your linen thread and it's not too thick and it's not too thin. It's just what you need. I mean, it's essentially the size of the needle. I think that might be a way to think about it. It's like thinking about your needle and your hole and your paper. Like if you use bigger, thicker paper, you might want a little bigger needle and you might want a little bigger thread. Uh, but if you're using a thinner paper, you might want to use a thinner thread. Uh, maybe you want something fancy and you want it colored. Maybe you just like uh, standard linen. Um And the only, in this case, and we're talking about a book that is going to get It's a hardcover book, and it's going to get cased in. These threads aren't going to be visible on the back. Um, So it's not going to be the only place you're going to see that thread is when you open the signature, open the book and the signature there lies flat. Down in the center, you're going to see the thread there. So there will be a visual moment inside of each of the signatures where you can get a little... um, Hint of that thread, but it's not going to be as visible as exterior by an exterior. So um, open, kind of one of those soft cover books with the threads on the back of the spine where you take the threads through the case. This is going to be has this is a open spine, hard spine, open spine uh, book rather than a soft closed spine. So you won't be able to see the thread. Um, now, you want to measure how many, how much thread you need. So you're going to count your signatures, then you're going to measure the thread. You could just take the thread and kind of count across the signature, stretch it across the signature and count. You know, six times, and get six little links, and then you're gonna need a little tail to start with, and you're gonna want a little tail to finish with, like maybe a good twenty inches or so at the end to finish, a little extra to pull through, a little bit for a knot, uh, and so you you're not fighting the last little bit because it's nothing like putting all that work into sewing it in one thread. And it's all working great. You got one thread. You get to the very end. You just have barely enough to tie a knot. And it's giving you a pain to tie that knot. Have it a little extra to be able to tug on. It's always nice. Um, don't tug too hard. And. So now we're able to start sewing. And say we have a piece of tape. A vertical piece of tape. Um. That linen tape down the center. That's where those two holes in the center are going to be. You're going to sew it around that tape. Um, in this technique, you're going to sew it around that thread, but then you're going to pull that signature off of the tape. The tape's not going to stay inside this binding. Uh, you could you could use the tape to Seal down, but you really don't need to. Um, it doesn't need that much structure. If you want that structure, you can add it in there. It does give you a little bit more strength, but then you have the tape. You either need to hide the tape inside the case when you go to case it in, or you're going to have a little bump inside the case, or you're going to put it on the outside and you have it outside. Um, but that's really tricky with the closed spine technique to get that tape. Uh, on the outside. Um, so, sorry, with the open spine technique. Um, so, we're going to remove the tape. We're just going to slide it off the tape. Now, if you... Really, to get that tape to, to give you some... to help you while you sew it, and to hold things together, you just need the tape attached to something below the book, and attach to something above the book. You know, two bars vertically, if you can figure out a way to kind of make that structure, um, then that will help you. With lining it up, and, and pulling on the thread to tug things tight, and keep everything kind of lined up, that tape will help. Um... I've also found the tape keeps the spine from pulling in. The tape, the tension of the tape, the tape being attached at a top point and a bottom point, above and below the book when the book is laying horizontal. um, That tape will help your spine and the book from pulling in and kind of curling in. Because if you pull the thread too tight and you make your book too tight, it's going to kind of curl the signatures in so they almost kind of dent in the center. This especially happens when you have you know, 8, 10, 12 signatures. You have to be careful to not kind of pull that in and make it too much, give it too much tension. Um, there are ways in your threading techniques with tying knots, and the way that you would uh, the pattern of sewing it can make a difference in how you build that tension in. Um, But the tape can give you a little bit of support as you're doing that um, that will help keep the tension inside the book and in the proper places rather than pulling right in that spine. Um, Because that can be the kind of open place that if you don't have tape there and you're pulling on your book, that's where the tension is. Want to go with the spine? It's going to pull in there, and so you'll kind of be working. You'll you'll be fighting against that a little bit as you assemble the, the signatures. But again, those are subtleties of things that you might not even notice at first when you're when you're starting to sew the book. Uh, that that's the kind of thing that, as you really get in and, and start to dial in that tension and figure out what the book really wants, as far as how much tension and how those signatures lie together, uh, you might not even notice the difference of uh, the pattern, or whether you have tape or not, and how it all goes together. First, just getting the thread through this thing and, and all tied together, it's going to be uh, give you enough kind of enough variables to think about and to deal with. Um, so you're ready to assemble it. And we've got our thread. And we put our thread on the needle. And then you can double it up. But make one side just... Make one side a signature longer. So that you're going to be that you can pull through. And then you just don't have to pull the whole, the whole long thread through. Um, but you could, um, you know, you're pulling twice the thread through, uh, and with one signature, pull through, because so you're not going to actually double up the thread, you're just going to, um, but you're going to have to pull the thread through each signature, and the first signature, you've got a lot of thread to pull through. Uh, so... You um, got your thread on your needle. Let's start on the right side for the first signature. Let's lay our signature on the table, and let's put the needle through the signature, through the hole that you've already poked on the right side, the one that's closest to the top of the book, or the bottom whichever side that is. But let's say the top of the book is on the right and the bottom's on the left. Uh, top of the book's on the right, and so we are starting with the rear signature, I'm sorry, we're starting with the front signature of the book, so we're starting with the, the beginning of the book, and we're going to sew it up until we get to the end of the book, uh, and take your needle. And carefully put it through that hole, and and since you've already poked a hole, make sure not to poke more holes in it. And you push that through, and you pull it all the way through until you have a little tail, a little four-inch tail hanging out that you're going to use to tie a knot. Um, And then, and maybe you want a little more tail, that's okay too if you want to have a 12 or 20-inch tail. Because you prefer to tie the knot with a little longer, that's okay. A um, four or six-inch tail should be enough for the technique we're using, but um, if you can use more. Just just make sure to account for that in your thread. Um. Now take that thread through, pull it all the way through until you just have that little tail hanging out, and now you're going to go into the next hole, the next hole over. And you're going to push the needle carefully through and bring it out, and through your pre-punched hole, and then pull that. And now here's where you're going to pull. Instead of pulling down and towards yourself, you want to pull in the direction of the spine, in parallel the spine, rather than perpendicular. If you imagine if you pull very hard perpendicular to the spine, you could just tear that. Uh, tear the thread right through the whole signature. Um, And you don't want to do that. You want to be careful to leave your holes along. You don't want to stretch those holes out. Um, And so now you get through, now you're going to pull both those sides, holding the tail and pulling the thread um, away from each other. Take the thread and pull one side up and the other side or not up, but up in the direction towards the top of the book, so pull the tail to the right and the other side to the left and so that you're not putting undue pressure on that spine. Um, pull those tight, and then you're going to put the thread back through the next hole. Open that signature, put it through, make sure to get it in there just right. And then pull that through and then come to the other side of the book, to the bottom of the book on the left side and put your needle through there and pull it out and now you've got um, the thread all the way through the book it is um, the tail's hanging out and you're coming into the book and out and in and then out again, and you're ready to put the next signature on top and sew it now from left to right. Um, but before you do, give that some tension again, pulling the thread in line with the spine, tensioning that thread because now that once you put the next signature on, you're not going to be going back and tensioning can still have the tail hanging out, and you can still tension it, but you're going to be putting it next in the trunks so you prefer to just have that tension set. And here is where that little bit of wax on the thread will help, because if you don't wax your linen, then the thread won't really hold its tension in this way, where if it is waxed, it's going to be able to grip and kind of hold the tension inside the book. Um, so Huh. Excuse me. This there's is a, there's a long, tire drive. Uh, Time it's like seven o'clock. It's crazy. Uh, so now we're gonna put the next signature on top, and we're just gonna go right inside that signature into the hole, doing the exact thing we just did, but just going in the other direction. Just go into the hole, come back out in that middle hole, and now though here's where it changes. Is so we've, we've gone into the signature, we come back out, and now we're ready to wrap it over that the thread that's below. We want to tie that in. We want that um, thread to catch the thread below us. So the signatures are attached then on the top and the bottom, and in the center, there's a catch. We're that. Uh. Threat. So then we've gone into the signature, into the second signature. Uh, We come back out, and then you're going to go just, just loop through that thread below, in the signature below. Go down, and then up. You don't need to knot it. You don't need to touch it. You just need to go, just catch around it once. Just go underneath it and come back out and then now go back inside the signature and then come back out on the right side so now your thread is above that tail and we're just gonna do a simple double hitch so wrap them around each other and pull it tight and then wrap them around each other and pull it tight again and that's where you want to set this tension and you want to pull them, you want to be really careful, because you're also at this place where you can, as you said, in this tension, you can really pull, you can rip out the spine of your signatures now. Um, and you just want to be careful to not uh, tear your signatures, you know. Um, so... Now, you've got them tied together. Right? Yeah. Double hitch. Simple double hitch. Uh, And ready to go into the next signature? Yeah. Put your third signature on top, and now you're sewing again from right to left. And you're going to go in, come back out in the center, and now you're above the two that are already tied together. Catch the signature below. Don't catch them both. Just catch the thread of the one right below you. Go and same, and use the same pattern you did if we're going from the inside out or outside in. Use the same pattern and replicate that pattern by just switch where you exactly where you're grabbing that thread on each side. Um, and then when you're when you're done with the, all of the whole stack. Look at the signature, it should should look like an even pattern in that center, or little X's kind of floating on left and right above each other. Um, So that's always a good kind of check. It's like, does it look like a pointer done? Does it look like a pattern? Or does it look all random and fucked up? Because if it does, if it looks all messed up, then you should probably um, you know, address that. Um, And make it into a nice pattern. It doesn't need to look perfect and everything, but just uh, using that as a guidepost is always a good idea. Like, did I do it? Did I do this right? Does it look right? <laughs> um, if it looks wrong, there's a good chance it's wrong. But maybe it looks wrong and it functions right, in which case it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, it doesn't matter. Okay. So... Um, how are you doing there? All right? Are you feeling good about this? This is a good choice. And are you confused? Um, the tension is the is the biggest thing, and that's the one that's a little bit hard to describe exactly how much tension and how you want your tension to be, uh, because you do want it to be tight, but you don't want it to be too tight. Um, once you have all of the signatures together, you um, you're gonna want to feel the book and if it feels you'll be able to tell then like is it do the signatures shift a lot are they do they feel sloppy or does it feel kind of snug does it look does it seem too snug and that they're just like really uh pulling into themselves um, you should be able to see that if it's too tight you should be able to feel it if it's too loose Okay, so, there you are. There you are. Um, we're getting our third signature on, we're going from right over to the left, and now it's going to be kind of a similar thing as we just did, except, um... Now, um... The one thing is is we're going to get down to the left side and we're just catching the signatures below. We're not going to tie it there. We're just going to catch the thread that is holding the two signatures, the two bottom signatures in our stack on the left side. There's a thread going in between them. We're just going to go catch underneath we're going to go through it we're not tying a knot we're just going to kind of tuck in between the two signatures with the needle and carefully go in between those and catch that little thread and so we'll just loop down below it and there's another thing you'll see that pattern develop as you do many signatures does it look the same you've been doing the same move does it look different you've been going inside or outside and you weren't paying attention to catch it the same way every time if you catch it in the same way every time, you're going to be putting the same tension in the same direction. And it should help it. There might be times when you want to alternate your tensions and go from the left and to the right and from the left and to the right and from the left. But oftentimes, just going in the same direction is going to make it, those threads lie the flattest and be the cleanest. Um, so there's not weird lumps or tensions pulling we weird. Um, so you're going to go in and out and catch that thread and now here's where you're not going to tie a knot but if you if your thread broke and you needed to tie a knot if you needed to tie in if you needed to start new thread that's where you would start the thread on that signature below you would um, tie in to that Thread, just do a double hitch knot of that. There's probably other better knots, and that's probably those are some of the things I think that are probably uh, the subtleties of knot tying in that moment are probably lost. And what I, the information I have of those through the American prison system um, is a little more basic, but it works, and that's what really counts. Uh, So now you're going to loop under, catch that thread, and start putting on the fourth signature, which you're going to sew from left to right. And that one should again be the exact same as the third one, Uh, unless the fourth is is the end, then you get into the fourth, and you're just tying off a knot on the right side. But if you're not, if you've got six or more, if you've got more than four, then you're going to just get over to the right side on that signature and loop through again underneath. This time you're just catching the knot that was below because you tied the, the knot on those uh, tied the first and second together and put in that third signature. And then you come back with the fourth, you're catching that little knot that's there. And then you just same, go underneath it and loop the thread around it. And then you're ready to put in your fifth. You're ready to put in your fifth signature. Uh, so the fifth one and then you want to get your sixth one on and you're going to come back and tie it at, knot at the very end where you're going to double hitch that knot. Just be careful to put the correct amount of tension and not too much tension. Everything should be kind of lying flat. If it feels like, if it looks like it's really pulling down in on those corners, um, the signature should all be pretty even. If they're pulling down, pulling together in the center... And pulling uh, together on the outsides. So it's probably too tight. Uh, and here is where you might have actually been, I just described a technique where we didn't even sew it onto, onto tape. But if we were using tape, the tape would have been down the center of that spine, and we would have wrapped those center threads around the tape tape will be tucked inside and then when we're done with this book we can uh, slide it off the tape or maybe you're going to make a stack of 8 or 10 of them so you're just going to sew them all on the tape and then slide it off you're done. which is another great use of the tape is when you're stacking those and making multiples of them uh, the tape will really help keep things lined up for the tension but if you're just making one uh then you're going to finish up that book. You got your knots tied. You release your linen tape from whatever you wrapped around vertically, and then slide the books off. Slide the book off, and now you have your book ready to case in. Um, And this is going to be an open spine. And that means that when you open the book and look down the spine, you can kind of see through, you can see a hole through it. Um, And so. Oh, man. I'm getting tired. I'm serious. This is a long drive. Huh. But it's good. I'm glad you're here with me. Thanks for taking this really crazy journey uh, into Soviet Signatures for an hour with me. Um, and now we're ready to case this thing in. And the first thing we might want to do is put a little cloth on that spine. And This is another reason we don't need to use the linen tape is that we you can take a piece of cloth and just put it over the spine uh, that would hang off. It would cover the spine and be an extra inch and a half or two inches <coughs> on either side so that it kind of overlaps and that you really just need to glue it onto the spine, so it's covering the threads, it's covering the spine, it's kind of tying the signatures in, and the cloth is sitting onto that, into that, uh, spine, and, you know, a soft canvas, uh, you know, a soft cotton or linen, uh, cloth is great. When you're putting it on the spine, you just want to be careful to keep the grain of that cloth true and straight, you know, you'll find when you're putting glue and cloth, you're going to have to learn to like read the grain and be careful with that because once you get cloth gluey, it can really, um, it's easy to distort it. But if you distort it, you'll end up throwing off the way that it kind of moves and the way that those bits work. Uh, The glue uh, I'd like to use is PVA polyvinyl acetate. Um, I mean, an Elmer's glue can work in a pinch, but it's not that flexible. I almost think that a wood glue is better than an Elmer's because it has a little more flexibility. Like a like a tight bond three does have just a little bit of flexibility. That's what you want. You don't want your glue to be super rigid. You know, if you're using Elmer's, Elmer's is pretty, um, rigid, but it is, a, it's a polyvinyl acetate and, um, it's great glue, but, um, you could use a wheat paste also, um, uh, I think that in those situations where there's a little bit of movement, uh, the wheat paste just isn't quite. uh, wheat paste has that. uh, Sorry, the the PVA has the flexibility that you want. wheat paste is not also as flexible. you yeah. know, also some horsehide glutes would probably be good, too. Uh, Wax? Uh, beeswax is great, but paraffin is fine, too. Uh, beeswax it just smells nicer and is, and is more fun to use. It's probably a little more gentle and archival, where paraffin might be a little bit... Uh, it just doesn't thread. It just doesn't it's not soft. Um, and so it's not as nice to run the threads through. Um, when I wax the linen thread, I'll just pull it across there twice, two, three times. And usually I'm counting how many times just so that we know like each time we're doing it. Do half the thread, and then flip it over and do the other half the thread. Um, so now we've got this this book sewn up and now we put some cloth on the spine and it's it's done, it's ready to dry and it's ready to case in. So that's another thing, is like making the case and the cover and putting that all together. But I think um, that should cover the signature and uh, putting that together. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, and I look forward to sharing more uh, crafty craft techniques with you. So thanks for listening. This is Eli. Bye for now.